you got cooking? How about cooking something up with me? Let's stir it up, boys. Welcome to the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. A weekly excursion into the fine art of preparing the world's most popular recipes under an open sky and an open flame. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the old grill sergeant, Randy Hayes. I want to start out by sending out congratulations to my grandson Liam's select baseball team, the First Colony Falcons. They played in their first tournament recently, and they finished in the final four out of 24 teams. So I thought that was pretty doggone impressive. Well, of course I was there. <laughs> they played two games on Saturday and two games on Sunday, and I was there for all four of them. I'm not going to miss watching my favorite baseball player, now am I? I will say this. If they hadn't won the first two games on Saturday, they probably would have been forced to play the third game on Sunday morning, and I would have missed that because I was teaching Bible study at the time. But they were seated number one after Saturday, and they didn't have to play until mid-afternoon on Sunday, so I didn't have to miss a single pitch. Select baseball is so different from Little League. Now, Liam is in the 10U division which just means ages 10 and 11, depending upon where the kid's birthday falls. But the rules are a lot more like regular baseball. Well, for instance, in 10U Little League, they play what's called closed bases. That just means the runners on first, second, and third have to stay on the base until the ball reaches the hitter. In 10U Select Baseball, the runner can take a lead and steal a base, just like in high school or college or the pros. Of course, the bases are also farther apart, so the runner has to go farther, and the pitcher and the catcher have to adjust their throws, too, so it's quite a bit different for the kids. But the Falcons won three games and lost one. It was their first tournament after Little League All-Stars, so I thought they did really well. Oh, and our manager, my son Derek, he also did really well, because he had to realign all those little brains to think like select players instead of Little League players, because they went directly from playing Little League All-Stars one weekend to playing Select the next weekend. And another thing that's very different about Select is the travel. I told you how we had to drive to Bel Air for the All-Star tournament, but that was nothing compared to what we had to do for the Select games. The first two games on Saturday were at Cy-Fair Lions Park. That's near 290 in West Little York. That's quite a bit further away from Sugarland than Bel Air. So we spent the entire day there. Sunscreen is your friend, Randy. Sunscreen is your friend. Since this is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show, I will mention the food we ate. The Falcons' team mom, Jennifer Bolins, was smart enough and sweet enough she thought ahead and ordered Chick-fil-A to be delivered for the whole team and families. We all pitched in to pay for it, and lunch was really good and nutritious, too. Sunday, we were not so fortunate, and by that I mean location and food. If you think 290 in West Little York is a long drive from Fort Bend County, then just consider how far it is to Waller. Yup. The Sunday games were played at The Rack in Waller, for crying out loud. The fields were located in a field. No, I'm serious, out in a cow field. Not only was it in Waller, it was several miles outside of Waller. My wife decided she just wasn't up to several hours in the heat on Sunday afternoon, so I drove up there by myself. But when I got there, I called her and said, well, this is not the middle of nowhere, but if I stand on a box, I think I can see the middle of nowhere from here. <laughs> oh, and Sunday was a single elimination situation, so we didn't know whether we'd play a second game or not. And that meant that our smart and sweet team mom didn't know whether we'd need food between games or not. We might just go home after the first game. That meant we were forced to eat between games at the concession stand. Now, the folks at the rack did the best they could. I'm not putting them down. But the food was certainly not as good as Chick-fil-A was. So that's why I say we were not as fortunate in location or food on Sunday. But the kids played well, so that made up for it. 
Oh, yeah, and the rain. I wound up sitting in my truck listening to the end of the Astros game for about an hour. In the rain. And we made up for it even more when we took a short little family vacation over to New Orleans a few days later. We actually went to see the World War II Museum, and the food was just an added bonus. Let me say that I've always loved the food in New Orleans, but it seemed like it was even better this time around because we hit three outstanding restaurants in three consecutive nights. It was nothing short of spectacular. Plus, the World War II Museum is truly incredible. On our way back to Houston, my son said he had read somewhere that one museum review stated the World War II Museum in New Orleans is considered one of the three or four best museums in the country, after the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C., of course. And I believe it, too. I've been a World War II history buff since I was a kid. Well, my dad was in the European theater with General George Patton's armored division, but I quickly realized there was a lot of stuff I didn't know at all. I could have spent four or five full days there. It's all that in a bag of chips. You just have to see it to fully understand what I'm talking about. And I'd go back and see it again if I got the chance. I'm just glad I got to see it with my kids and my grandson. My grandson and I were roommates at the hotel, and we just had a blast. I let him eat Skittles and Reese's Pieces for breakfast every day, (laughs) and we watched baseball until after midnight every night on TV. It was so cool. I do love that little boy. Well, now that I think about it, I did take him to Mother's Deli down on Poydras for breakfast the first morning. It was unbelievably delicious. Plus... We just had to have beignets from Café du Monde, of course, but that was after he had already emptied a bag of Skittles, or two, or nine. (laughs) Hey, what happens with Pop stays with Pop, okay? And I more than made up for any bad baseball food when I finally broke down and took my friend Rick Allspa's advice and tried to reverse sear a tomahawk ribeye steak. Rick owns and operates the original Allspas Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood, and his store is a major grill retailer, so this guy knows a lot about grilling and smoking techniques. You know, for years now, he's been begging us here on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show to try this reverse sear thing on a tomahawk ribeye, and I regularly buy a couple of ribeyes from Ron Brandani over at Brandani's Restaurant and Wine Bar in Missouri City when I can't make it out to the Belleville Meat Market. But Ron ran out of boneless ribeyes, so he sold me a tomahawk ribeye instead. When I picked it up, the manager of Brandani said, Now go low and slow on that tomahawk, okay? And when I took it out at the house, I understood why he said that. That bad boy was about three inches thick. And if I'd tried to just grill that the way I do my wife's filet mignon, it would have been tougher than bear meat. And yes, I have eaten bear meat at Johnny Cleveland Hagen's Wild Game Cook-Off many years ago. So I do actually know how tough bear meat is. Thank you very much. So I looked it up. Google is your friend. It said to cook the tomahawk at 225 for about 45 minutes to an hour. And that's what I did. If I had it to do over again, I'd go up to about eh, 250 because I had to grill it a little longer than I'd expected. But boy, was it tender. In fact, I decided at the last minute that I'd reverse sear my wife's filet, too, and they both turned out to be so tender and juicy that I'm afraid I've opened Pandora's box. Cindy's not ever going to let me grill a steak any other way again. The bad news was that the tomahawk is just way too much meat for one person to eat at one sitting. But the good news is, the tomahawk is just way too much meat for one person to eat at one sitting. So, leftovers, one of God's greatest gifts to humanity. But after all the Chick-fil-A food and concession food and Cajun food and uh, cow food, okay, I ran out of C-words, so I just kind of punted there at the end. After all that unhealthy food, I found my jeans were a little tight in the waist, so I figured we'd focus on more healthy food today on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Mediterranean food, to be exact. We'll talk to not one, not two, 
but three high-profile local chefs who specialize in three entirely different cuisines, but all of them fit into the description of Mediterranean food, or the Mediterranean diet that so many nutritionists consider a more healthy way of eating. Who knows? Maybe by the time we're finished today, I'll be back on the road to being able to reattach the top button on my Levi's again. If your barbecue's gone up in smoke and your cooking reputation is at stake, stick around. The Old Grill Sergeant will be right back with more ideas and advice to make your next cookout sizzle. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's, conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant, all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door. With a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media, and my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run, and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself, and you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like, never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big-box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Life is simple. Eat, sleep, grill. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hames. 
This is Fadi Demasi, the owner of Fadi's Mediterranean Grill, with locations in Houston, Sugarland, and Dallas. Welcome, Fadi. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you here. Start off by telling us how Fadi's got started. Well, I originally from Lebanon, born and raised in Lebanon, came to the United States in 1990, end of 1990, from a small city called Saida. It's in the south part of Lebanon and the Mediterranean coast, uh, rich of history, located 40 kilometers uh, from Beirut. So what or who inspired you to open a restaurant when you came to America? The American dream. My family were in bakery business in Lebanon. My love to food and cooking, I guess it, uh, I born into it. Uh, my love to vegetables and planting made me spend actually most of my time in Lebanon as a child running around watching gardens and fields. So give us a little historical perspective on Lebanon and its food. How has the cuisine of Lebanon developed and evolved over the years? Lebanese cuisine actually can be tracked back thousands of years from Roman, the Roman Empire to Phoenician, then Ottoman, which is Turks, played a role, a big role of developing the Lebanese cuisine. And we understand the French even had an influence after World War I was over. Is that right? Yes, exactly. So that's why we, ha- we are rich. Lebanese cuisine, it's not only a mix of dishes. It's more into a festival of delicious appetizers, rich of appealing and good taste. And we're very famous of the meza, which is include like tapas in Spain. It includes a lot of small dishes uh, from different vegetables, meat. It's very well known in Lebanon. And it's our understanding that Lebanese cuisine centers on whole grains and fruits, vegetables, you mentioned your love of gardening, and starches, fresh fish and seafood in general, but animal fats are consumed sparingly. Would that be correct? Yes. Since we are on the Mediterranean Sea, the seafood is very popular. Lamb and goat are more popular than beef. Also, we use very little butter. It's, we use butter only on our uh, sweets, dishes. And the four main ingredients, basically, in, in most Lebanese dishes, you will see uh, olive oil, garlic, fresh lemon, and herb. Now, you have called Fadi's a Mediterranean grill, but do you feature Lebanese cuisine exclusively, or is it a blend of many different Mediterranean dishes? We have most of the Lebanese dishes, of course, and yes, we do feature different dishes from, let's say, Italian as lasagna. We have it every Saturday. We do Greek items like gyros. So we do, other than the Lebanese food, yes, we have uh, other uh, items from the Mediterranean, the, the countries surrounding the Mediterranean. And what percentage of your menu do you estimate is actually Lebanese? Oh, we have 90%. And if you were to characterize American cuisine as, say, meat and potatoes, how would you characterize Lebanese cuisine? Uh, I'll say shawarma and uh, kebab. And tell us what that first item was. I, that That's uh, completely foreign to me. <laughs> shawarma, actually, it's getting very popular. It started from the days of Ottoman when they rolled Lebanon, and it's called Doner by the Turk, Gyro by the Greek, ah. Shawarma by the Middle Eastern, and Taco Pastor from the Mexican, they call it. So basically, it's a slice of meat. If we're talking about red meat, it's a, sl- it's a slice of meat marinated for 24 hours with different spices vinegar, olive oil, and then it's placed into a spit mm. vertically, then grilled. And uh, after it's cooked, it's shaved, very thin slice. It can be served as a wrap or as a plate. 
And you offer uh, chicken shawarma and beef shawarma, even a vegetarian shawarma. Uh, so tell us, do you also offer a lamb shawarma? You see, the lamb, it has a strong taste. And uh, here in the state, not so many people are a fan of lamb. So the way we do it, we mix 75% of sliced beef and then 25% of sliced lamb ah. mixed together. And we love the concept of how your customers can order at Fadi's. You can build your own combination plate. You choose an entree, you choose the sides, and then you put it all together. Uh, where did you get the idea for that? If you saw my last name, Dimasi, there's another restaurant called Dimasi. We are the original Dimasi family. My brother and my parents who started Dimasi restaurant in 1994, and then sold in 1997 to a different owner. So we have nothing to do with Dimasi now, but we still, they still have the name. But this is, we are the original Dimasi family. Uh, to tell you the truth, the idea came from my brother, because the Masi, it was before Fadi's. Uh, I enhanced it. I improved for the last uh, 19 years. Uh, but the original idea came from my brother and my parents. Grilling seems to be the go-to technique for Lebanese food, and that's perfect for the outdoor cooking show. So describe how you grill menu items at Fadi's Mediterranean Grill. We like to use charcoal. Uh, charcoal just gives you the natural taste. We marinate our meat for uh, minimum 24 hours. Uh, we like to use simple recipes, especially for the lamb. Uh, we marinate with old spice and olive oil, that's it, for 24 hours. And it's grilled on the charcoal. And this is why you have the natural taste, the, 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 the good taste. And our listeners love to hear how you guys, our expert guests, prepare food. So let's talk about some specific dishes now. Fadi's features everything from kebabs to filet mignon and spaghetti. So pick out one of your favorites and tell us how you prepare it. One of my favorites, we call it sayadi, which is Lebanese version of paella. It's a dish with long grain rice, red snapper, fish caramelized onion, and olive oil. The way we do it, we just caramelize the onion, uh, cook the fish, add the rice, and add turmeric to it. It's a yellow color. This is the only spice we use for the sayadi. It's very popular at Fadi's. We have it almost every day. The sauce goes with it. It's tahini sauce, which is sesame juice, it's a good mix together, and it's becoming very popular, especially for fine dining in our private room where people can reserve it in advance. We do the buffet for a regular customer, but we have a sit-down where you have to reserve it in advance, like for private parties. So this dish, it's becoming very popular in every menu. And Americans tend to lean heavily upon beef and chicken and pork and fish, but the Mediterranean diet emphasizes lamb. We've talked about that. Where are the best places to shop for lamb in the Houston area? All food having lamb these days. Usually we order it from Green Valley, which is halal, because we have a big percentage of our customers, they want halal meat like kosher. And we cook the whole lamb for wedding and, and private parties where it's fresh. We marinate it again with herbs, tomato paste, uh, olive oil uh, for like six hours. Then we bake it for, for four hours. And you mentioned catering, Fadi's, uh, small, medium, large events. How can people contact you for more information about your catering services? They can check the, our website, it's www.fadiscuisine.com or they can call their the number 281-920-3000. We've been visiting with Fadi Demasi, the owner of Fadi's Mediterranean Grill. They have locations all over Houston, including my hometown, Sugarland and Dallas. And it's been an honor to have you on the show today, Fadi. We hope you'll come back very soon and save me some baklava, will you? I will. I will for sure. Thank you for having me again. Stay patient. Dinner will be ready right after the smoke alarm goes off. Randy will be right back with more smoke and hot tips for you and your old plane right after this short break. 
Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big-box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original All Spas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's, conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant, all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door. With a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Hi friends, Randy Hames to tell you about Cellular and Satellite. Cellular and Satellite are specialists in wireless data plans for businesses. Because they buy in large quantities, Cellular and Satellite can give you a data plan on the same provider you're using today, but at a lower cost. Cellular and Satellite can also combine the two largest wireless providers into a single data plan. Two carriers with better coverage, but only one invoice to pay. If your workforce is international, Cellular and Satellite offers a global data SIM with fixed pricing in over 200 countries. You'll never have to pay international roaming charges again with Cellular and Satellite. And they can handle all your wireless data needs whether you need 10 or 10,000 data SIMs. So if you're an IT professional, mobility manager, or business owner, save money and increase your network availability by letting Cellular and Satellite simplify your wireless life. Call Cellular and Satellite today, 832-551-1000, or go to CellularAndSatellite.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a complete computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Stand back. We've got our grill on. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hayes. Say hello to Zabair Dandar, who owns the Istanbul Grill and Deli on Morningside Drive in Rice Village. So, hello, Zabair. How are you? Doing great, sir. First of all, how did I do on your name? You did great, sir. Okay, good. Istanbul Grill and Deli is obviously a Turkish restaurant. So, were you born in Turkey? Yes, sir. What brought you to America? I came here for some kind of research. Then I end up at the restaurant business. Then I brought my brother. And your brother's name is Mesut, is that right? Yes, sir. And you guys co-own the Istanbul Grill in Delhi. Yes. Uh, so Mesut is standing by. Uh, Mesut, we understand you're more of the chef of the two, is that right? Uh, 
I can say yes. Uh, actually, no. Uh, there is a lot of people has uh, a lot more experience than we do, and we have uh, a kind of like you know uh, regional and limited uh, information uh, about the kitchen. But what we are good at is just some kind of uh, kebab. And uh, but if you ask me to about Ottoman kitchen, I don't have enough experience, and I don't have enough knowledge to explain to you know or listeners. I don't want to give any wrong information, but based on my experience, I can just uh, pass through whatever we know and whatever we are good at. Okay, we understand that the history of Turkey includes lots of different cultures and lots of different civilizations. The Ottoman Empire, Central Asia, yes, Caucasian from Europe, a Middle Eastern Greek, and the Balkans. So give us an overview of Turkish cuisine. If, if I described America to you as meat and potatoes, how would you describe Turkish food? Well, uh, the Turkish food by itself, it's, uh, if you look uh, back in the time, while the Turks are living by the tribe, uh, we have usually a pudding food, like a stew, uh, mixed vegetables with variety of the meat, heavily lamb, uh, occasionally beef, and uh, some other ingredients. But uh, with my experience, uh, I can say that the Turkey is a, a kind of center of the civilization. And uh, during the Ottoman Empire, they harmonized all those beautiful like you know uh variety of the food from uh persian to greek greek to italian and uh i can say all those middle eastern like you know uh, combination it just brings out like you know tremendous and biggest kitchen variety and uh, i can say the turkish food is very simple very delicate we just try to bring up the main items, taste at front, whatever you use on the ingredients, as a beef, lamb, or chicken. So uh, we've been told that Turkish cuisine can vary widely across the country from Istanbul to the Black Sea region. Uh, the southeast part of the country goes more for kebabs. Uh, then in the western parts of the country, the olive oil is the main type of oil used. Uh, then central Anatolia. Uh, we'll also do special dishes like keskek and manti and gozlem. How'd I do on the pronunciations there? No, you're doing great, sir. Actually, you're absolutely right. Region by region in Turkey, they have a completely different eating style, lifestyle, and they have a different accent. If you go to northern parts of Turkey, there is mostly and heavily fish and cabbage. And if you go to Central Anatolia, if you, I mean, uh, as you said, mostly oven items, which is like uh, roasted lamb, mantı, and uh, variety of all those things. If you go to, you know, southeast of Turkey, heavily kebabs, and uh, heavily using, you know, lamb, beef, and chicken. If you go to, you know, western part of Turkey, which is like, you know, uh, Aegean seaside, People are using more veggie, close, you know, Greek taste because, you know, the we have been living, like, you know, with the Greek, like, you know, so many years, and there's a lot of different influences. So for that reason, I'm from southeast of Turkey. We are very famous with the dessert, which is like, you know, baklava, I can say, one of the best baklava producer in, uh, in Turkey and also in the world. And we have a very rich variety of the kebabs and brick oven items. So that means that your menu at the Istanbul Grill in Delhi reflects all those different regions and the widely different dishes and techniques they use, right? Yes, sir. Meats play a prominent role. Fish, beef, lamb seem to dominate most entrees. Yes, sir. Would I be correct in assuming that? Yes, sir. You're correct. Almost 60-65% of many is a lamb. Maybe 25% is chicken and 15% is beef. Well, let's let's start right there. Describe how you prepare your basic perzola the, or the lamb chops. The perzola by itself, it's very important where you get your meat and what kind of meat you are having it. And uh, also the age of the animals is you know, very important. Uh, when we get our perzola, we gently slice them down and just like, you know, rip off, you know, some of the fat over that. And then gently marinate it with a little bit of oregano, lemon juice, dry pepper, 
little bit of garlic, some of uh, black pepper and touch of salt. All this combination, it gives like a you know, perfect flavor on the lamb chops. And when we grill it, we just don't want it overcooked. You have to just like, you know, make rare to medium rare as people wish it. Some people like to, you know, well, you know, well done, which I don't like, you know, just like, you know, kill the <laughs> taste of the meat, cooking well done. And kebabs are a mainstay in Turkish food. So give us a little rundown on the different kebabs you offer at Istanbul Grill in Delhi. We have a lamb kebab, which is like, you know, specially chopped uh, lamb legs mixed with bell pepper, onion, garlic, and sun-dried pepper paste. That one is a daily basis. We get a fresh feed. We just like, you know, uh, grind them and mix all those ingredients together. And what we do, we just like, you know, skewer them, grilled medium. We don't want to go red. We don't want to go well done. So when we prepare all those meats, either chicken breast, lamb leg, or beef kebab, they all are daily basis, seasoned, fresh, uh, just like, you know, we use some garlic, onions, olive oil, uh, Turkish pepper paste. And when we do all those combination together, we gently grill them and serve it rice and house salad. All right, sounds wonderful. You know, we've all heard of shish kebabs. What's the difference between a basic kebab and a shish kebab? Well, actually, you know, the animal has a different part, so we don't want to waste, you know, a lot of stuff. Uh, honestly, in the kitchen, uh, a good chef never try to waste the things or left over all his meat or vegetables. They always use whatever they have on the table and a different part and different kebabs. When you get the chunks of lamb, you have a lamb leg on the top of your table. You just separate, you know, neatly all those, like, you know, lean parts. Make them chunks of lamb, lean and tender. And the rest of the part, you just chop them and mix with, you know, some vegetables, such as onion, bell pepper, garlic, and uh, parsley. Some of them just you skewer as, like, you know, shredded style. Some of them you skewer as chunks of lamb. And same way with the chicken, too, sir. And here's one that really blew me away. Turkish pizza. Is Turkish pizza round and flat like Italian pizza? Uh, no, sir. Turkish pizza is kind of like, you know, American football shape. Ah. And some part of Turkey, they do open, which is like, you know, again, uh, if you look at the shape, like American football shape, it's open. You put this straight up mozzarella without using any pizza sauce. And you, do, you choose the topic such as, Turkish pepperoni, which is we call sujuk, or uh, pastrami, or we use some eggs over it, and sometimes we use some mixed vegetables over it. But also we have another type of Turkish pizza, which is very thin crust, so top of it, very fine chopped uh, uh, ground lamb and mixed vegetables. We call that lahmacun, as you say lahmacun, which is like, you know, uh, by itself is Arabic word, but we are from southeast of Turkey, and uh, in my country and in my city, usually people are asking, what kind of lahmacun do you have? We are saying like uh, Antabi or Halep, which is Aleppo. That is two different, like, you know, the uh, brick oven items that we have. This has been Zabayer and Mesut Dandar. They are the owners and operators of Istanbul Grill and Deli at 5613 Morningside Drive in Rice Village. Thanks for your insights into Turkish cuisine, guys, and we hope you'll both come back real soon, okay? Yes, sir. Thanks for the opportunity, and uh, we'd like to see you guys soon. Life is short. Grill while you can. Randy will be right back with more food and fun after this break. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. 
At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media. And my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run, and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself, and you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like, never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big-box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's. Conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door. With a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. May the forks be with you. This is the Boyd's Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now here's the guy who turns all the grills on, Randy Hames. This is Patricia Pandazopoulos of Anonymous Cafe, Artisan Bites and Coffee Bar. Good to have you, Patricia. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. We're not experts on Greece around here, but we haven't run into a whole lot of Greeks named Patricia. Is it safe to assume you married into a Greek family? It's safe to assume that, but I am also Greek. I'm first-generation Greek-American, so my name in Greek is Panayota, but that just wouldn't have gone really that easy for my little elementary school friend, so it was translated. There was, there was a few options that a panayota could be translated to in English, and it was Patricia, Pamela, or Paula, and my parents just happened to pick Patricia. And many will recognize your maiden name, Vasos, which is Peloponnese? Yes, very good. That's correct. We're from the south part of the Peloponnese Island in a city called Kalamata. And that's where the famous Greek olives are from that pretty much everybody knows around the world, the black olives. But Vasos, is it safe to assume that's the same Vasos as the iconic Houston restaurant, Vasos Barbecue? That's correct. I've eaten there many times, Patricia. That's good to hear. I'm glad. 
Are you affiliated with Vassos Barbecue at all? Well, it's my family. My parents are the ones that opened the business, and now my brother, Frank, is running the show there. So we're family, and we're right next door to each other. However, Patricia is affiliated with Anonymous Cafe, which is, as she says, right there in the same building. She established it with her husband, Tassos. Where did the name Anonymous come from? Well, we were getting to the point where the shop was about to be open, and of course, husband and wife as we are, me and Dossel, we could not agree on a name. <laughs> so it was, the shop was almost ready, and we didn't have a sign outside yet. So one day he just said, hey, since we can't agree on a name, let's just not call it anything. Let's just give it a nameless name, and that's where Anonymous was born. And he said, let's just call it Anonymous. And as we said during your introduction, you call it Anonymous Cafe, Artisan Bites, and Coffee Bars. Start out by explaining what you mean when you say Artisan Bites. Well, the idea was is to be able to leave myself an open window to be able to create different kinds of dishes. And so we're not a full bakery, we're not a full restaurant, we're not a full coffee bar, we're a little bit of all three of those. Ah. So by naming it Artisan Bites, uh, everything is made from scratch by hand in the shop by me and my crew. And we're able to make just different types of items that people could come in and try and eat, whether it be savory or whether it be sweet. And Tassos is the barista. What kind of coffee does your coffee bar feature? We are featuring Lavazza, which is one of the top gourmet Italian coffee companies in Italy. Now, add in the fact that most of your food items are Greek-inspired, and Anonymous is distinctly Mediterranean. That dovetails directly into the subject matter of today's edition of the Outdoor Cooking Show, the Mediterranean diet. We keep hearing that the Mediterranean diet is a more healthy way to eat. Do you agree? Completely. Why? Because one of the main ingredients that most countries in the Mediterranean use is extra virgin olive oil. Extra virgin olive oil is a type of product that most people call liquid gold, and it truly is liquid gold. It's a very positive, a very delicious fat product, and I know the word fat may sound kind of crazy, but it's a (laughs) good fat. It's a good fat that we can intake. So starting from that... Everything else just starts off very healthy from using that product. The other ingredients that we use a lot is fresh lemon juice. We use a lot of herbs, oregano, dill, basil. All of this just creates a very delicious dish for all the different cuisines that are in the Mediterranean. And again, going back to the extra virgin olive oil, it's, it starts off with one of the most healthiest ingredients that you could start with. So you are Greek. Your husband is Greek. You've been cooking Greek all your life. If I were to characterize American cuisine as, say, meat and potatoes, how would you characterize Greek cuisine? Actually, I would characterize it as a meat and potatoes, just using different types of ingredients. The Greek cuisine uses spices, it uses fresh herbs, but it uses the type of ingredients that is pretty much customary in the United States. When you go a little bit further to the east, to the Middle East, they use a little bit more exotic kind of spices. So I always tend to tell people that you don't need to be scared when it comes to Greek food because it's basic. We use meat, we use ground beef and our pork and our chicken. Greece in general uses a lot of seafood, being that we are a coastal country. Octopus and fish and shrimp and lobster, all those kind of goodies are pretty basic when it comes to daily food in everybody's homes in Greece. Now, before we dive into the Greek dishes on your menu at Anonymous, we should first of all offer our congratulations on being named Best Bakery in Texas by BuzzFeed. How about that? Thank you very much. We were very, very honored and proud when we received that. So go ahead and fill us in on some of the pastry items you offer at Anonymous. Well, the number one pastry item that I sell is called Ekmek. And Ekmek is a dish that's very different because you can't really find it anywhere, at least in Houston. There's not anybody that makes this dish but me. Wow. And I'm very, very proud of it. It's been in the family for decades. My mom is the one who's taught me really well how to make it. And it's a dish that has shredded phyllo dough, which phyllo dough is a pastry dough that's used a lot in Greece. Um, We make baklava out of it and different other kinds of sweet desserts and also savory. So the base of it is shredded phyllo dough. Then I make a vanilla custard with cream and toasted almonds. 
And it's a dish that's very rich and sweet, but with the toasted almonds on the top, it really balances out the sugar intake of the dessert, and people are just going crazy for it. And my goodness, look at all those different kinds of cookies. Yes. Tell us about them. Biscotti is one of my wife's favorites. So how do you make them? I add a little bit of cinnamon and nutmeg, and I add dried cranberries with a little bit of almonds and pecans. So you get a little bit of different flavors, a little bit of the fruit and a little bit of the nuts in the version that I make. And, of course, it's great to dip in your coffee. And quiche is one of my favorites. So give us your recipe for spinach and feta cheese quiche with sausage because that's how I'd order it. All right. Well, the key is never just take spinach and throw it in a bowl and add heavy cream and some eggs and then put it in your pie crust. you got to take time when you want to create a good spinach quiche. You have to saute your onions. Then I saute my spinach along with my onions. I add fresh dill, fresh thyme, and then when all of that has sautéed and all the flavors have just infused together, then that's when I start adding my feta cheese. I'm a big fan of Gruyere cheese, and I use Gruyere cheese in my spinach quiche as well, and then the heavy cream and the eggs, salt and pepper, and it's ready to go. Now, let's focus on a couple of Greek items. First of all, Greek lasagna served with oven potato and a few other goodies. Explain, please. All right, so when somebody comes into the shop, the way that I'm doing it is I'd like to offer um, my customers a platter with different types of um, artisan bites as going back to the title of the shop. And what I do is I make my pasticho, which is a Greek lasagna, and I do it with ground beef. We use a white bechamel cream sauce, and I use cinnamon in my ground beef when I'm making my tomato sauce. Ooh, that sounds great. Then we do our oven-baked potato wedges, and we use a lot of lemon juice in the Greek cuisine, so... I pour lots of lemon juice, salt, and pepper. And then I'll add spanakopita or tiropita, which is a spinach and feta cheese pie. I do it in an appetizer size. Or I'll just do a tiropita, which is just feta cheese in a bite size portion that comes together. And it's just a a way of being able to just taste a little bit of different uh, popular Greek items that are made in Greece. Okay, Patricia, you got to stick to English in the future, okay? Okay. (laughs) We we understand you also have a cooking TV show. How can people watch that? Okay, well, at the current time, you can't watch it in the United States. It's being played in Canada and several other countries around the world. The only way that you could see something about the show is... You could go to the web, our website, and then there's a link to the trailer. It's a one-minute trailer, and it kind of just shows you uh, what the show's about. What we've done is we've created different type of episodes um, around Greek food, and all the episodes have been shot in Greece. And they haven't been done in a kitchen studio. My kitchen is the outdoors, so I'm in different places. I could be kneeled down in the sand um, showing you how to pull out a bone from a squid. So all the episodes are done outdoors, but people are not able to see the show currently in the United States. It's not being played here. But you can see that trailer at AnonymousEats.com. And what's your own personal website, Patricia? It's PatriciaVassos.com. This has been Patricia Vassos Pandazopoulos of Anonymous Cafe at 9920 Highway 90A in Sugar Lake. Thanks for your time on your day off, Patricia. And I'll see you in the morning at 7 a.m. for breakfast, okay? Sounds great. I'll be waiting for you, Randy. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Send us your burning questions and favorite recipes in a private message on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Cooking Show, or visit our website, theoutdoorcookingshow.com. Join us next week for more tasty food and fun over a red-hot grill on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. How's about cooking something up with me?